Hello and welcome to Solidarity Podcast. This is Bridget G. And my name is Kelly Dowling and this is our first episode. Welcome, listeners. Just a little bit about Kelly. I, I think I can introduce her because we thought it would be weird to talk about ourselves. Kelly is hilarious and as I've talked to other friends about doing this with you, Kelly, they um, they laugh with me because they're like, wait, you're the straight man in this. You have a, like a funnier person because they usually think I'm going to be like the kooky one. And I'm like, oh no, Kelly is a treat and a gift. So I really hope that you guys understand all like levels of Kelly's humor as time goes on because it is marvelous. So just, that's just a warning for our audience. I'm blushing right now. <laughs> um I didn't know I didn't know we were taking the nice route. Oh, um, you can say whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to follow your example. No. No, Bridget's great. Um, Bridget and I lived together for a year and um, before that we just kinda had a funny relationship of trying to be pen pals <laughs> and then me, I think probably me between the two of us not responding and just always kind of like these ships in the night of Mm -hmm. um knowing that we would like totally have friendship chemistry and just always not working out and then we just like uh lived together for a year yeah i i moved back to tucson where we live and uh it was like kelly could feel it in her soul that i was gonna move back so she's like "Mm, i'm gonna move to ireland for a year and I, I ran like, as, as far as I could. I was like, wow. And then she came back and was I was like, want to be roommates. And she said, yeah. I said, so. mm, have no other options. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly we don't hate each other. So not too you much. Know, enough to do a podcast together. <laughs> right? Right. Um, no, Bridget's, Bridget's fantastic. Bridget is one of the most passionate people I know. She's real kooky. Um, you never quite know what kind of outfit she's gonna show up in i've seen some interesting outfit choices like what uh oh gosh when we so this is our second time attempting to film this podcast so the first attempt which was like uh just a lot of um white noise yeah um you wore like a a sparkly gold tank top okay (laughs) with like some kind of weird ass hat and yes, a farmer's like hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have like a cowboy hat that you actually tied beneath your chin, which really threw me off. And um, I'm sure there is some sort of pants or, or bottom clothing of some sort, but I maybe that was more normal. Probably, but more it, normal. Yeah, it just it just I was like, okay, I feel like you dressed up for a podcast, but you forgot that it's there's no visual yeah. aspect to it. Well, you know, no, I didn't forget. Oh, that's why you dress like that, because nobody makes could see this, you. Yeah, Kelly makes this joke that she has a face for radio, or a face for podcasting. I disagree, but it's funny. It's and not even a... I mean, like, my dad, I feel like, has said that for years. About you know, himself? He likes to just slide jokes. Yeah, I'm kind of... Maybe I, my humor is partially dad jokes. Oh, okay. I, I, there, it's a good, <laughs> I'd like to think there's other elements to it. I, I think there are. Okay, that's really nice to hear, but yeah. dad jokes definitely makes an appearance now and then. Um, what also kind of um, bothers me about podcasts and myself is uh, I feel like I have the most monotone voice. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, you're more like light and fluffy and you, you're Thanks. naturally <laughs> kind of have these little, 
like elements to your voice and um I think that I'm probably easier to talk to in person because I'm a little bit more animated and my voice yeah. tends to just kind of like this is what you get right now <laughs> so I'm a little I apologize I, and you know what Bridget's already gotten compliments on her podcast voice so I'm going to be the downer on that I'm going to be yeah, the, I'm going to drag the ratings down that'll be the way that you're the straight man like you're funnier than me for sure I think that's so nice but um maybe my voice and my bubbliness will like you know kind of you might steal up. the show in the end because it's a competition is it? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, cool. So I'm already winning in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so this is this is me and Kelly, and you'll get to know us as time goes on, although I, I have the belief that um, people probably already know us who are listening. <laughs> I, I have the belief that not a lot of people are listening, but um, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. I think we got, you said, what, 15 listens on our... Our, I shouldn't say our on your intro episode that I didn't make an appearance in. Um, True. You, I, I think you gave me a name call out at the end of the episode, so. You know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I got 16 listens. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we'll see if we get 16. More. More. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there'll be more because you're in it. So we'll see. Certainly a possibility. Okay. Well, let's actually tell everyone what the whole idea behind Solidarity is. What is our mission? Our mission is written in a different notebook <laughs> than the one that's in front of me. But from memory and deductive reasoning, I feel like our mission is just to, just to I think, create a conversation about singleness. I mean, it's, it's not hard to find the conversation, but I think we want to maybe redirect the conversation. Agreed, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's a lot of almost, like, pity mm-hmm. on people who are single, and I don't need any more pity outside of myself. I pity myself already <laughs> for being single. So true. Yeah. yeah so I, I want to have a, I want to have a healthier conversation about it. Yeah. I agree. And even to, like, put it more seriously, too, I would say, like, there's a lot of lies about singleness, and I want to speak truth, which we just want to give, like, kind of, I don't know if it's a forewarning or just some background about us. Um, Kelly, Probably depends on who you are, if it's a warning or not. <laughs> warning. Um, <laughs> Kelly and I are both Christians. We go to the same church, too. Uh, that's kind of how we met. But I just want you all to know, as listeners, like, what we believe comes out of our worldview, but we're not going to be, like, preaching or necessarily um, talking about God all the time. However, like, what we believe about singleness is very much colored by what we believe about life. Um, so it might come up sometimes, but um, we want this to be a welcome and an accessible podcast to anyone because I just think the truth about singleness, that you can have a robust life, whether or not you are married dating or single like it's true for everyone even though the world tells us otherwise and that's like what we're going to be discussing right so kelly can you tell our listeners about your experience as a single person briefly yeah i have actually only been in one official relationship in my entire life and i'm 24 years old so i think I can see it kind of, I guess, both ways. I think that, you know, in the last few years, I've done a lot of, like, mission work where, um, as Bridget mentioned a little bit earlier, I've been to Ireland and, you know, and I was able to travel to other European countries in that time. 
this year I got like scuba certified, you know, like I, so I've been able to do these really wonderful things and have some really wonderful experiences. So I think there's a side of singleness of like that in no way has caused my life to be halted. Mm -hmm. Um, that I, you know, I, I love doing things and I'm, and I, it's, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to not do things right now just because I'm doing them alone or I'm not doing it with like my husband or my boyfriend. Um, so I think in that sense, like I've had a very healthy single experience. And then I think I've had the experience too of, of really struggling with it and having hard conversations with people about it and feeling really discouraged and feeling kind of that pressure of like, you know, where, where is my dude? Like, you know, and, and just kind of what I think we also said a little bit earlier too, just kind of hearing these like unhealthy, Mm -hmm. I think mindset sometimes about singleness and how there's kind of this like very gloomy vision kind of cast over it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Bridge? I mean, really similar. I am a super romantic single person, and I've been single for most of my life, um, except for like nine months where I had a relationship. And I would just say it was a really typical relationship. I mean, there wasn't anything too dramatic about it. But otherwise, I have been single, and I think my struggle has been that I have these really great relationships with guys and um, ones that like are amazing. You know, I have pretty good taste. But once we get to a point in our friendship where like I feel like I'm having feelings and we're kind of at that boundary of like after this it would ha- we'd have to go in the direction of dating if we keep getting closer, right? At least in my mind. And usually they reject me. And <laughs> um, I guess really, and I'm trying to reframe the way I think about that too, that I feel rejected by them. It doesn't end up in dating is really what happens. So there have been lots of different experiences that I've had, but I think the thing that I try to like balance the tension of is being super romantic, but also believing that I can have a really great life as a single person, that I'm not really missing out on like a crazy, huge thing. Like I feel like the world tells us we are uh, most like comedies and in weddings, like traditionally, you know, and or something like that, right? Like the protagonists get together there's always love interests like they drive our tv shows and things like that and I'm a sucker for all of that but I also just really want to hear something different and I think that we don't hear enough of it so I'm I felt really called into like this place of being the voice you know to do that so yeah it's a little bit of half and half um I'm also a matchmaker I've matched several couples who are married I've caught nine bouquets at weddings, so I love romance, but I also, like you, want people to have a healthy view of it. I want myself to have a healthy view of it, and I agree. I'm like, (laughs) I like am my biggest enemy when it comes to this stuff. I don't need anyone telling me more lies. You know, I'm already like, I already struggle with my own loneliness enough, so it's cool that we're doing this together. I need that solidarity in singleness. Solo. I know, but I'm talking solidarity. (laughs) But yes, Sola. We're going to call this podcast Sola for short. That was Kelly's idea. It's just cute and to the point and less syllables to pronounce, which I'm always a fan of. Yeah, that's our personal experience as being single. In a nutshell. In a nutshell, because we'll get into it more. 
One of the things I also wanted to say is that I understand if you're listening, like you might not be single, which is great. This means that you want to have that solidarity with single people. Or you might be having a different singleness than us. Like we're both white Christian women in our 20s who have varying levels of education, but have access to lots of opportunities. We have money, like, you know, I'm just trying to say like singleness doesn't look just like our singleness. I know you could be a divorced single person, um, a widowed or widower single person. Um, Being a person of color and being single is a different experience too. And I mean, we're also kind of talking about modern and like Western singleness, like in our culture. So I just wanted to go into this whole podcast, like putting it out there. Um, It's different to be a single person in your 20s than your 30s, 40s, 50s, or being a guy or a girl single. We don't know what it's like to be single, guys. But we might bring in some people who... We might round up some single men. Could tell us, you know. Could really give us their side of the story. <laughs> no, and I, I think those are excellent points. So I, I think that that's that's something I think that we're passionate about, whether it's talking about singleness or anything, is that we realize that everybody's an individual and is coming from different circumstances and different contexts. But I think that it's safe to say that a lot of people, or the majority of people who are single... I think struggle with it in some capacity mm-hmm. yeah and I have met people that are just so I mean they're just totally fine with being single and they're very confident in their singleness and but I'm I think that I think that more often than not really that this is like a needed thing as far as just opening this conversation and and um getting kind of a different maybe viewpoint than what's most commonly out there and yeah. just um having solidarity in the midst of it, so you will like you're. I'm like driving the solo solidarity. Part. It's because yeah. I accidentally said solidarity podcast in the first little in preview the intro. Um, the, the episode trailer. that I wasn't in, <laughs> so I couldn't monitor that nor correct her. She'll hold it against me. Um, so so yeah. So like, what are some other things that our listeners can expect from us coming up? Well, I think one of the things that we're most excited about, and the, I didn't. I mean. Uh, very nervous about, but, um, Bridget and I do have an episode planned out where we are planning to join Tinder, um, find dates on there where we basically explain what we're doing and just base essentially have a blind date that is recorded. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think that sounds like so much fun if we can find the right people for that. Exactly. But it's, it's also like... Like, I'm not, I don't know, I'm like, I'm like nervous and excited for it. So I, I think that one will be really fun. Yeah. Um, I think one cool thing is kind of from just kind of, you know, planning this out and meeting together and just knowing each other as friends, we know that we have some different perspectives on certain topics. So I'm excited to kind of do the things that, how those conversations where we are going to be presenting kind of different views and exploring those. And um, I always love um, just bringing people in. So I'm excited to kind of see who, who we can like round up to that would be interested in, you know, kind of being on this and stuff, whether, whether single or married or dating or, you know, whatever kind of person we might bring in or people that we might bring in. So I think that will be really fun. So I think we just want to keep it really discussion based. And we also really want to keep it like, um, kind of evolving with like whatever audience we might, Mm -hmm. um, bring in. So, if we end up extending outside of, you know, our parents and our closest friends, then, I mean, it'd be really fun to kind of see what people are interested in talking about and just, and I think that that's something that we're 
we would both love is to just hear feedback from people and just kind of get our hands dirty and however people want us to, I don't know, go. Like, whatever direction people might ask of us. Yeah, however we move forward. Yeah, I imagine it just being the community engagement that evolves as time goes on. So we're going to plan certain types of podcasts, but really, like, it depends what's happening. We'll share some contact info at the end. So if you want to respond, you can respond on social media where we post these things. But if you want to email in some ideas or if you'd like to be a guest or something like that, that would be super fun. We're kind of open at this point. So... The last thing that we want to do before we close up um, is we're going to do sort of like a question round so you can get to know each of us. And um, we've both written down three questions each. So, Kelly, why don't you go first and ask me your first question? Okay, I'm going to start with your kind of the most lighthearted question. Favorite romantic comedy? My favorite rom-com. Well, I really like rom-coms. I'm so basic in that way. I do not. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, well, my friends always call me like a, me- or, well, music and, and movie snob. I try mm-hmm. not to be. But, okay. um, I, I like as we, as we call it films, while a lot of my friends are into movies. Films, yes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super, I'm pretty uptight about romantic comedies, so. Yes, well, I would say that my favorites are always unconventional, though, mm-hmm. because my very favorite movie, it could go in the rom-com category, but I really think that it's um, about family more than anything, and it's about time. I actually love that movie. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. movie. About time. I don't know if that made sense to people. Yeah, it is. The movie but. title is two words, about time, and it's it's... <laughs> I don't know if that emphasis helped, but that yeah. that movie is actually, I think, brilliant. I, yeah. Yeah. The other one I really like, um, and I own these movies, it takes a lot for me to own a DVD of a movie. So that's when you know it's serious. Yeah. Yeah. Is um, Crazy Stupid Love. Awesome. I love that movie. it's so funny and so ridiculous, yeah. and it has a lot of my favorites. So. And I'll, I'll try not to like go on too long here, but yeah, I mean, I love those movies because I think that there's a lot of content in it that's really important, and it's... I think that both those movies are really good about not just it being this really feel-good yeah. experience. And, and I think that's important. And that and that's why I think I'm very hard on, like, a lot of romantic comedies is mm-hmm. it is that, like, oh, like, we just, like, made eye contact and now we're in love and there's that one scene where we're fighting in the rain. But otherwise, like, we're good and life's perfect. So I th- those movies, I think, are very well-written, great actors – um, great cinematography, just like actual yeah. legit movies. I like win your stamp of approval, basically. Really? Well, yeah. No, I mean, like that's what it feels like because I just told you two that you really like. I love those movies. So, I do. Yeah. I guess I'm not like you know so basic after all. Just there's kidding. there's some there's something to you. Oh, great! That, more yeah. than BCI, really. Definitely, that's that very true. <laughs> okay, my question, my first one would be: Do you believe in soulmates? Bridget is asking a question she knows the answer to. Um, well, I guess we both kind of are, but I I essentially do. Yeah. And Bridget does not, which will be probably a full episode at some point. Yeah. Um, we had dinner last week or something like that talking about it. We had a full dinner about it, so we can probably fill a whole <laughs> podcast with Agreed. this conversation. But um, short answer is yes. yes. Great. And we'll leave 
the listeners wondering what that might look and like. And why. Yeah, <laughs> and why I don't. Um, so just great. describe your ideal man. Oh, my ideal man. His name is, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling, yeah. for sure. Um, my ideal man is hilarious. <laughs> like, above pretty much everything. For me, it's a given that he, like, super loves Jesus, because everyone who knows me, I think that's, like, the first thing that they would use to describe me. I'm crazy about Jesus. So, yes, of course. But really funny, um, and then deeply kind and caring, like, is a good friend to people. That's really important to me, and that's really attractive to me. When it comes to looks, I am all across the board. I have liked all types of guys but I think that I'm most often attracted to guys who have dark hair and dark eyes, like dark features. And that may have something to do with me growing up in Phoenix, where most of my friends in school were Latino. So it's like, that's just what I know to I, be I good looking. I think Phoenix sunburned. That's where my mind sunburned. went. I was like, oh, everybody's like sunburned. Or tanned. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I was sunburned. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, most of my crushes were uh, not white. And so that's just like my experience. And it's kind of funny and true how sometimes like the, uh, kind of atmosphere you grow up in shapes how you are. I'm going to ask you a nice juicy one. Mm. Describe your first kiss. (sighs) Bridget asked me permission to ask this question and Mm -hmm. I'm not sure (laughs) I should have given it. Um, I, I had a super weird first kiss experience. Um, if any of my, uh, friends are actually listening to this they're probably laughing because it's just really bizarre i had braces from fifth grade until senior year of high school so about eight years for those of you that are slow at math (laughs) and i yeah and i never had a kiss at this time and so i got my braces off and i was like i'm a senior in high school who's never been kissed like i'm ready for it and i was talking to my friend about it and she basically was like just kiss my boyfriend (laughs) Maybe I don't know this story. (laughs) Um, okay, well, I thought you did, so (laughs) I'm really glad this reaction is being recorded. Me too. (laughs) Um, that's great. So, uh, and I, and I was really good friends with both of them, and so I, essentially my first kiss was kissing my best friend's boyfriend, and she took pictures. (laughs) I was gonna say, what a nice friend. No, like, it's just—it's like weird. It's—I get it. I get it. It's so weird. I think at the time it was just silly and whatever. But that was actually my first kiss. I like so much more deeply respect you for being willing to tell this story <laughs> and record it. Like I'm just like I adore you right now. So, yeah, that's sweet. That. I think we just lost anybody that was listening, probably. <laughs> so sorry, you people out there. I gestured to the wall as I <laughs> in the wall. <laughs> yeah, Bridget's been making a lot of, like, motions, I think. I think we're both just, just assuming it's being, uh, you know, not, now I'm saying recorded. That's being filmed. Yeah, we're or like, something. we're kind of, we're kind of like, we're kind of like interacting and like <laughs> physically and stuff. But yeah, no, um, that, yeah, that. That's the story. There, there's more to it. We can talk later. Yeah. When we're not on air. But yeah, that, that's essentially the first kiss story. Bridget, what romantic relationship has influenced you the most in a positive way? 
I'm not sure how to answer that. Um, because a lot of times I think I look at people's relationships and I think that's awesome the way that they interact with each other. And I think that one of the things that probably influences me is how close in friendship that couples are. I actually, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. When you can tell that they're friends, not that they're just like this, like, couple that's obsessed with their marriage or like I don't know but they're like best friends and they are good friends to people um so we have a lot of those examples in this town that we live in you know I feel like we know a lot of couples who are really good friends with each other and they're very good to other people I'm gonna name three actually here yeah and so if they hear us well look at this shout out to these three couples so I'll start with a couple that you know Sean and Jocelyn Hunter, mm. I love them. I just feel so loved by them. I'm just getting to know them. They're amazing. Yeah, I have a date with them in January. Yeah. We had a schedule out. Um, <laughs> they just include you, you yeah. know, and um, you can have an equal friendship with both of them, which is so great. And you just feel loved and like you're a part of their family, you know. Makes me excited to get to know them more. Mm-hmm. Because I, I love what I've seen so far and I've loved my interactions with them. Yeah. But yeah, cool. And then um, I have these friends, Jessica and Bobby Prescott, which you probably know Barely them. know them. Yeah. Just saw Jessica. Yes. This week. Really? But yeah, barely know They're them. They're amazing. Yeah. They are really good at like bringing their community around. Mm-hmm. I love their kids. And they're just fun and great. Um and I, like, kind of cried at their Friendsgiving saying I was thankful for them. <laughs> um, and then my my coworkers or my, like, supervisor and his wife, John and Kirsten Phillips, they're just, like, it's funny because they're really different, but they're also really similar. But they really make their life about other people. And mm-hmm. they also will just invite anyone over for dinner. And, like, they really want to love people, you know, go out of their way to love people. Also, just the ways that they've chosen into vulnerability and emotion with others in community is like, I don't know. I just think of them and I think I'm learning a lot from them. And, you know, again, hashtag relationship goals. So (laughs) they, I don't know if they know that I feel that way. Yeah. Sorry. That was a longer answer. So my question for you, because I want people to get to know you in this way too. You said you're a music snob or people, at least your friends call you that. (laughs) Um, What's your favorite artist currently musically? Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, so I I love music. Um, I think that's, in some ways, like, one of the, I don't know, like, most essential facts about me, in a sense. I don't know if I can give you an artist. Right now, I'm really stuck on Matt Corby. Um, He's, he's like, an Australian singer-songwriter. Oh, cool. And he just vocally is astonishing, and I just just love his writing, and I think, yeah, I've just been really stuck on him. Uh, remember I told you I like prepared for this question because I, I get so nervous about how people like judge my taste, which is so dumb. But, but it's only you judge people's taste. They don't. I judge really yours. try not to. If somebody, I'll, I'll say you know I will. Uh, I hate country music, so um, I do give my my friends a lot of crap when they listen to country music. But okay. outside of that, um, no. I mean, people like what you want to like. Um, yeah, Matt Corby's been really big for me right now. I've just been getting into, like, Chance the Rapper. Yeah, I love Chance. I've been really loving Chance a lot. My friends are pushing me into Kendrick Lamar. And just, I don't need, like, a hard push by any means. <laughs> He's fantastic. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I've, I've been enjoying him as well. But I, I just, um, I haven't listened to, like, a ton of his stuff yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll just cool. kind Yeah, say that. and I, I just want to open the door for you in the future if you, like, really want to share and a favorite artist with our listeners do it 
Yeah, even just, though it has nothing to do with singleness, but it everyone loves music, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. guys can share. We can all share music. That yeah, be, I'm, that's I'm, fun. I'm always about finding avenues to, to new artists, for sure. Yeah. So that's about all our questions. Yeah, so if you're interested in contacting us for just, like, questions, comments, feedback... Feedback might include something like, Bridget, stop drinking your drink and putting it down on the table because I'm wondering how much that's going to get picked up. My drinks, you mean? Three drinks I have? Yeah. And I've noticed, I've I've been like rock solid. Like I'm trying not to move at all. Your chair squeaks are 100% going to be in this thing. It probably won't be that big of a deal. We'll see. So yeah, but if you hear it, you know, uh, shoot us an email. Let us know anything that you have to say, any ideas, anything like that. Our email address is solidaritypodcast at gmail.com, and that's spelled S-O-L-A-D-A-R-I-T-Y, like it says or shows on the little graphic that I made. So la <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> solidaritypodcast at gmail.com. It's okay. I like this laughter. It's fun. Um, thanks so much, Kelly, for doing this with me. You're great, and I'm just excited to interact with you people out there in your cars and I don't know do you ever listen to podcasts not in your car Mm -hmm. while you're washing dishes while you're walking Mm -hmm. yep all those things all those little areas yeah thanks guys I hope that I hope that you enjoy it if you didn't um remember it might get better because neither (laughs) of us have done a podcast definitely will get better yeah so I'm sitting here feeling not awkward but just trying to figure out how to interact with Bridget with my voice and a, like a microphone in between us. And a microphone in between us. It's so cool. I'm sure it will get better because we don't really know what the dynamics of making a podcast look like yet. So yeah, give us grace. Give us grace. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs>